Log Talk Radio. From deep in Grow Country. In Grow Country. One voice rings out. No! Fuck off! Standing up for your rights, not afraid to say what needs to be said. Quote from a Harvard Medical School doctor who said if marijuana was a new drug, it would be hailed as a wonder drug. Wonder, 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 wonder drug. Keeping you up to speed on all your needs. 200% more powerful than the stuff that's grown outdoors. This ain't your grandfather's marijuana. This stuff will kill you because the plants have light 24 hours a day and grow 24 hours a day. It's like dope on steroids. Your friend indeed when it comes to weed. Why is marijuana against the law? It grows naturally upon our planet. Doesn't the idea of making nature against the law seem to you a bit paranoid? Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location, Johnny Kush.
Friday World we're live tonight on the number one rated show on the network, the Triple X Sex Show. Sex Show After Dark, this is where we get nasty. This is where we get into the sexual part of America. This is where we party, have a great time. Just give us a call tonight at 646-727-1828. Give us a call tonight. Hopefully, we're going to be taking phone calls tonight coming up. It's time to get nasty, isn't it? I mean, it's time for the nastiest part. This is what you guys come for. You, come, you guys come for the sex, the drugs, and the violence. What else is there in America right now, right? Sex, drugs, and violence. All right, we're having a little bit of a technical issue. Apparently, we're not being broadcast live. We're going to be back in 49 seconds. Give me a hint. 
One hint. If you haven't been on, one you haven't hit, been on in one over hit, years. One hit. One hit. Really, really. I'm calling you directly. I'm calling you directly on a Friday night. You don't even know this, who this is. I'll tell you what. I'm. I'm. I'll get back to you. I'm really upset. You have not. I. You have not called in in 720 shows. I know that for a fact. It's been 720 shows since we've heard from you. All right, all right, all right. You want a clue? Yes. Nikki or Sky, pick one. One of them dies. You got Sky. it yet? So you're Sky. Oh, you're Opie. No, 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 no. Come on. Just just let us know. Oh. Where were we? Come on, man. The stripes ring a bell. The stripes ring a bell, fucker. Pick one. Yes. Pick one. Stripes. Pick one. You are not stripes. One of them lives. One of them you don't speak to again. Bill? You hear me clearly? (laughs) I don't. You don't sound like Bill. Sound like a Bill. I'm going to make this bitch scream. I'm not even close to it. I'm not even close oh, to a bill. We don't yeah, know who you yeah, are. Yeah, absolutely. You're the guy that fucked my wife. Well, you're getting warm. Well, I don't think you fucked her. I think you licked her pussy and she jerked you off. I've heard that. Sorry, I can't hold it. <laughs> 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 so Sky Leaves just has Sky Leaves just rolls the country for the dicks of Nikki's past. <laughs> I found stripes. <laughs> yeah, I found stripes too. Uh he got eaten by pigs in Kansas. <laughs> they do that in Kansas. Yeah, we find that motherfucker the pigs. I have to shut him in the fucking head. Anyways, <laughs> not not that this is real. Wink, wink. Uh, Sky, who's that guy? This guy actually is. Uh, can I tell what you do for my day? Um, I, I was gonna say unofficially. Sure, go ahead. Unofficially, I can. He um he uh, runs a strip club. <clears throat> okay. And this guy's been on the program before, right? No, he has not. Okay, I, you know what? This guy's been fucking she with put... me for 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry she put me up to it, pal. I'm sure you're great. <laughs> I, I've i done 4,000 live programs in eight years. I and I've talked to so many fucking people. And I don't want to be rude. I'm like, yeah, I said, well, I know who you are. You've been on before. Give me a hint. <laughs> you know, you know how many, you know how many times I get somebody walks in the club or one of the girls walks in and is like, hey, asshole, you don't remember me? I mean, no, I've seen probably five thousand people in twenty years. No, I can't remember every asshole that I ever talked to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So Great Sky Leads, are you gonna are you gonna bang a strip club promoter slash uh bouncer slash uh guy with a big fat neck? 
<laughs> no, actually, we are really good friends and also uh, kind of do some, have a few other things in common and are chilling out tonight and uh, smoking. And he was telling me about the champagne rooms. I had to question him. And I said, dude, you got to stick around for a little bit. <laughs> I said, we got to call a buddy of mine tonight. <laughs> He knows he's he's interested in being a panelist on the sex show this evening. Well, that's great. Talk about because, relationships. Uh, you know, Give another yeah, guy's I mean, point of view. Yeah, well, tonight, uh, um, well, Wednesday night, my my friend Jessica that works down at the Spearmint right now, she's just a friend. We have sex once in a while. She understands that I'm not going to be her husband, and it's it's fine. Yeah. She introduced me to um, Tiffany, who's from Appleton, Wisconsin, my hometown. Oh, 19 wow. years old, started stripping, and uh, last night we spent the night together. And how did that work out for you? Um, it was strange. Um, she wanted to make out for an hour and a half. We just made out for an hour and a half. For an hour and a half? An hour and a half. Tongues kissing, neck kissing, <laughs> you know, a little kitty sucking. And she kept pulling my ears and bringing her up to her face, and we made out for an hour and a half. My lips would be chapped and dried and falling off after an hour and a half. Ten to well, I, kept, I had a bottle of. Well, I had a bottle of Crown Royal next to me. I kept hitting just fucking straight shots. Good call, by the way, on the Crown. <laughs> Excellent call. Crown Royal, by the way, America um, does not give you a hangover tomorrow. You can get yeah, fucked up. You can throw correct. up. Like, literally, you can black out drunk on Cronwell, throw up, fucking uh, <laughs> be dead six ways to Sunday, and get up, go to work at 10 a.m. next tomorrow, and you're going to be full. You, you'll feel fine. doesn't matter. What's that drink? What's the drink? That, is it Crownwell and butterscotch? Is it slippery nipple? or? See, I can't do the butter. The butterscotch is it's a little too sweet for me, but, man, that shit will fuck you up. You know what's good? It's Crown Royal, and then uh, it's like Three fourths a shot of Crown Royal and then lime juice. It's called a fucker upper. Ooh. Oh yeah. It tastes like a yeah. shot of grape. It tastes like a grape blow pop. Yeah, no, you take uh, you take Crown Royal, put some ice, throw throw the limes in there, shake it the fuck up. Fucking <laughs> take it to the sip to the sifter, pour it in to a little shot glass, and you take that shot and it is like there's nothing better than that. Uh Pantera. Drink Crown Royal. <laughs> and Pantera was the baddest ass motherfucker ever on the planet. I'm going to go freshen up my drink. Talk to Stripe. Oh, nope. Follow me to the kitchen. Stripe doesn't want to talk to you no more. <laughs> Why not? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, he don't understand. He's, <laughs> he's you know... You know, being in a Midwest strip club with girls with bullet hole wounds in their stomachs, and, uh, <laughs> fucking fucking pasty white girls that they have to put the red lights on to fucking eliminate the cellulite in the Midwest. Actually, um, he works at one of a really really high class one out here. Yeah, and you know really, what? I bet he plays really nice. four times a night. He plays four times a night T-shirts and my panties on. <laughs> in 1998. <laughs> I got my T-shirt and my panties on. I mean, that guy still plays cherry pie at the strip club. Pour some sugar on me. I bet that guy 
1237 on a Friday night plays the song Girls, Girls, Girls. It's from Motley Crue. No, it actually plays it at 1237 in the afternoon. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than a Midwest day shift at a strip bar. There is nothing, nothing. worse than a Midwest day, day shirt and a Midwest shirt. Oh, my Midwest. God. These girls. She's the best. Oh, my God. These girls will fucking suck you for $8 in the champagne room. <laughs> is, is that true? <laughs> I remember, I remember oh. when I went on tour a couple of years ago at the radio show, and we went to this place in um, – Ponsa Bluffs, Iowa. Midwest, okay. one o'clock in the afternoon, and they um they had a steak <laughs> lunch. Okay, we get a T-bone a steak, steak fries, a baked potato, <laughs> a vegetable, the whole fucking like the greatest fucking lunch of all for eight dollars and ninety nine cents. Wow, is that cheap? Yeah. <laughs> 12? And so we're eating lunch, <laughs> and on stage are girls with, you know, they got they got the G-strings on. Um, even with red lights, man, it looks like there was a fucking hailstorm the night before. And <laughs> their bellies literally are so big, they're hanging over their pussies. So they're going up to pull and pulling the bellies up. Literally, I saw a girl at 2 o'clock in the afternoon while eating a steak pull her belly up. So we could see what's going on. Oh, God. Not, not, uh, not where we are. Not, not where you're at. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've oh actually seen God. the Facebook. I've seen the girls that work there posted on Facebook, and uh, they are fucking hot. They are. They're, it's a nice establishment. Yeah, selling a pocket full of cocaine and fucking $140 can't fix. <laughs> right. Strippers love cocaine. It's like, uh, why? Literally, I mean, it's like catnip. It keeps them going. Keeps them thin, too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. Now, a lot of Midwest girls do they just methamphetamines, though. Well, yeah, I mean, meth is a big thing. That's, I mean, Indiana is like the fucking meth god country, as far as I've heard. So, so true story. That's what I was they in, in the media say anyway. No, I, true story. In uh, 2014, I was in Akron, Ohio, and I went to a local strip club there, picked up a girl, and we sat and smoked meth all night. I'll, I'll admit it. And halfway through <laughs> sex, she goes, she goes, there's somebody in a wall, and they're coming through the wall to get us. Oh. And I said, okay. I looked around. What could I find? I found a bottle of Jack Daniels that was sitting there, and I smashed yeah. it through the wall. I literally smashed it through the wall, broke the drywall in, in 100 pieces, and I said, guess what? I just killed that motherfucker. And then she fucked me all night because, like, I was her fucking <laughs> night, and she remember for killing the guy that was in the wall. <laughs> she fucked me all night. 
Love strippers. Love them. Love them to death. This guy works with the strippers, and he knows they're a bunch of fucking drama queens. The other pussy is full of fucking uh, herpes and fucking vaginal warts. <laughs> he knows that they have to put a fucking, uh, what do you call them? You know them things? Uh, the uh, They get the car wash when you put in your car. She, she has to put like a fucking... Uh, Pine tree <laughs> up her pussy before she comes to work a half hour before an air freshener. They have to hire a toxic team. They have to hire a toxic team to clean up the cottage cheese that was left on the fucking stage that from the day crew. Stop! Fucking hazmat suits. <laughs> You're fucking getting nasty. Now stop. I am. It's nasty, nasty so show, baby. Nasty mean. Stop. Oh, we love strippers. I mean, strippers make the world go round. Oh, we do. The uh, marijuana happy hour. We are proud supporters of single moms everywhere. We love strippers here. Yes. Hey, and this guy knows. I mean, this this guy he's making his his living off of strippers. No. This guy's making a good living. Oh, most of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sex sex is great. Everybody loves sex. Everybody loves to pay for it. Everybody loves it. Strip clubs. I would say about 95% of all men that go to strip clubs don't get laid there. It's really rare that you do get laid in the strip club. And see, now that's what they're there for. But I'll tell you what, guys, if you run a hotel room across the street and have an eight ball of Coke ready to go, that's where the strippers are fun. After hours. He's right on the first count. <coughs> ah. He said you're right on the first count. Can you hear him? Yeah, I can hear him, absolutely. He knows. I mean, I've been around, okay? I know the game. Yes, most. It's a game. Uh, almost, almost most. Almost all men that come into strip clubs on a regular basis, and when I say regular, I mean, you know, ten times a month, don't get paid in the strip club, period. But are they getting yeah. laid by the strippers that are working in the strip club? I mean, are they yeah, talking them into poking off afterwards? If you, find, if you find the right one, and they have enough money, and you can deal with their drama and bullshit, those... Those are few and far between. Most of the girls that we work with actually pretty classy, have lives of their own, have families, have husbands, have kids, have whatever. They're there to do the job for four or five hours and go home. They're not a board of cokeheads, but but you get your I've been to those places where get, they are whores and cokeheads. I I have been there. You get you get about one third. One third I would say end up being bad apples and we're talking and I'm talking about, you know, anywhere between a hundred and hundred and twenty five girls, I would say anywhere between twenty five and thirty percent of them are the people that were kind of laughing about earlier and joking about. But it is actually true. The rest are actually just punching the time clock and doing the job just like I am or anybody else, the bartender, storming whatever. Right. They actually have morals, they're actually decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the, the people we laugh about and the stereotype because it's funny to laugh about oh, yeah. is is a, is a much smaller percentage than yes. I think most people most people think. Yes, and I did. I I went to one of these places. And I see what you have, and I see what was there, and it, it's far and few between. I think. I don't know. I'm no expert. Judge here's how. Here's 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 the pure stripper game. There are some women that legitimately have families. They come to the stripping. They make a lot of money, in their, and, and they put it in the bank. I think school. Here's the stripper game now. They see a guy that comes in. He has money. He has no friends. He has no family. He lives by himself. And they talk to these guys. They find out everything about them because they listen. They're the only one that'll ever listen to him. And these girls, they look for they look for signs. They're like, "Is he alone? Yes. Is he desperate? Yes. Does he have money?" Yes. So what happens is the first thing what you have to do is they will hang out with these guys all night for five, six hours at a time. These guys will give them a couple hundred dollars. They will lose money that night. But what happens is is they know they're vulnerable and they have money and they have assets and they know that this guy's a mark. We're marking this dude out. So within a week, what happens to these strippers are is they live with these horrible men, and the man just beat the shit out of her, and she needs about $2,500 to get out of this horrible relationship, get a new apartment, pay the electrical, and pay everything, and these chumps pay it. 2500 bucks in cash. They haven't even touched their dick shit. Wow. <laughs> So after these guys get apartments for these girls, they, they, their real boyfriends are over. Uh, they're they're smoking crack, uh, doing meth, doing coke, and they are fucking these girls like they need to be fucked. And there's this fucking nerdy guy who's making I don't know sixty k a year. That just fucking gave half his savings up to protect this woman from the abusive boyfriend she she has just escaped. Damn. And the guys keep coming to the clubs and they hang out and these girls will hang out with them for two hours straight and just look in their eyes. And then we'll get money from these guys outside the club. Damn. Damn. So some guys get twenty four K. Twenty four thousand dollars they have given these girls within a period of, of sixty to ninety days. And they still haven't even seen their pussy yet. I don't understand how women can do that. Oh, I have. Because these I women have, are... Oh, go ahead, sir. I have a term that I use. What's that? Is the... Obviously, because I make probably 75% of of my yearly income off, off entertainer tip-out mm-hmm. is... When they come up and they say, oh, my God, hey, we got somebody here. They'll spend money. And I'm like, well, go get them here. What do I have to do to make sure that you have the availability to make as much money as you can? Mm-hmm. And kind of the DJ to manipulate the system or the order or whatever. But I will tell them, go get them. Keep them dry. Wow. Wow. My advice from the DJ booth, getting 10% 
Why? If not more from many, is bleed them dry. So three girls, fucking nickel and dime a dude for a thousand a piece. They're not dime. Well, you know what I mean. They're a hundred. That's what I mean. That's no, a I great mean. stripper. No, a great stripper will set up seven guys because she can take. She can spend one day apiece with these guys, help out with the kids, rent a hotel room and watch some Netflix. Wow. Seven guys. That takes seven guys times twenty four hundred dollars. That is fifteen grand. These women are pulling in a month. Paying out with dudes, buying them gifts, cars, paying their electric bills, paying their rent, uh, sending their children to private schools. These women are fucking geniuses. It is, but it's also very sad that a woman would do that to another human being. I can't imagine doing something like that to somebody. I mean, Fuck, dude. I've been shouting out, but if anybody has ever helped me out or loaned me money in any way, I've always had to pay it back. I mean, even being told, no, don't pay it back, I pay it back. I don't understand their their train of thought, their thinking. I'm not, I don't get it. Well, well, in 1927, the great man, Mark Killington from San Francisco... <laughs> 1925, he said he, he came up with the phrase strip tease. A woman will take or show us her boobs, and a man will give you anything they need. Strip tease. Wow. Strip tease are like sense. Hollywood. It's all fake. It's all fake. They have all of these chumps, these fat loser. 35 to 45-year-old guys that make a lot of money and are lonely and have cats and wear sweaters a lot. <laughs> and the guy from the strip club knows exactly what I'm talking about. He said, glasses, that's what he bad. was saying earlier. He was saying earlier that he wants to see the show. He doesn't want to just see girls walking around. He wants to see a show. And it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just about draining. It's about draining losers out of money. I got confused. That's all it is. Guys that you know, the fat guy that's forty-five years old that works for a hedge fund making you know eight hundred thousand dollars a year doesn't get to talk to hot girls. You know why? Because he's a fucking ugly fucking bud. One night, he decides to go to the strip bar, have a few drinks, and there's this beautiful blonde, five foot eleven, fake double D kiss, and she seems to fucking hang on every word. She's excited about computer programming. She's not. She's excited that he makes money. He's she's excited that he's responsible and makes money. She knows that he's going to pay electric bills for the next three years. Oh, my God. These guys That's never get laid. They spend thousands of dollars when they could have spent $350 and got a chick way hotter to do whatever the fuck they wanted to them. 
I'm in the wrong fucking business. What have I been doing this whole time? You know, I need to rethink what I've been doing. I'll tell you what, I will close on this because of what you just said right there. You know how many times in 18 years in the business that I've said, who the hell would pay $200, $400, $1,000 for an evening when, just as like he said right there, that he could drop 300 bucks on anybody he wanted for an hour, get what the hell he wanted, and then get the fuck out of my life. But just you, you get reeled in. And uh, like, oh my God! Maybe, every 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 time I give something, maybe she'll give something more, and then you know it's just a bait and a hook, and you just keep pulling it. And so Damn. so yeah, why would why would you just spend three hundred bucks, get what you want, get the hell out of the way? I could understand that point of view if I was a fat old guy that didn't for women, but I but I would never spend no matter what the amounts of money that there would pay bills for someone, and I'm. You know, not getting anything in for, return, any, right? Any friendship or, or I, I mean, <laughs> we we say ha 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 friendship, but seriously, you know, I know exactly I, what you mean. I I have I I am friends with many dancers still to this day, just because it's been a long time. But but still, yeah, it's, it's can't you can't you know just walk, wallet to hand it over. You can't be a fucking idiot like that. <laughs> No, it's very it's a very sick game going on in the strip club world, and you know what? It, it, it it's going to continue forever because human beings love people that will listen to us. Like, if you can listen to somebody, you can take everything they have in life. It's like, oh, this person trusts me because they care about me because they care about my stories. They don't. They want your money. This is strip tease. So while while you're in love with this woman, pinning all this money, on the other side, she's smoking crack with Raul, the Puerto Rican guy with a big dick. And poor Raul's picking her up and pounding her like no tomorrow. Now, tell you I what, got something boy, for you. you. You can't pound a woman like Raul does. Who's got I got something for you. You pick women's ass up by the ass. Yes, go ahead. No, I got something for you. I'm going to play you something, okay? So if it sounds bad, tell me to turn it off. But I think that you're going to find okay. it quite entertaining. But I tell me wait. if it sounds bad. I will. All right. All right, hold on. I'm working it here. I want to make sure I do this right. Work a new board here. Try to get things out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Letting the stripper secret out tonight for all the guys out there. Sorry, strippers. God looked down on his clan paradise and said, Lady and gentlemen, so God made a strip. God said, I need somebody willing to get up after 6 p.m. with that sit work all day on stage three, smoke a cigarette, then stay up past dawn, charging a $20 cover for a $5 landing. So God made a strip. God said, I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a moist cheese string covering up herpes while wearing a home detention bracelet just to buy formula for their baby and saying, maybe I'll give it up next year. I need somebody who will then go hot for teacher and pour some sugar on
I'm going to tell you one thing. The um, This is the worst thing that's ever happened in Chicago ever. Why? Because the cool thing about going to Wrigley Field was the misery. It really was. It was, it was, it was a, it was a big fucking depressed place. And, and you would literally drink 14 shitty old-style beers. You would never drink an old-style beer if you hadn't had a choice in life. You go to Chicago Cubs, you drink shitty, 14 shitty beers, be sad with everybody else like, because you got beat by the Reds today, fucking 10 to 2. And, just, you know, misery loves company. Well, guess what? The, the Cubs have no more misery. There's no, you, we can't drink know, 14 beers great. anymore. It's so awesome. We're so happy. It was like that's it was. Why, yeah, that's why I can You're happy now, <laughs> but you fuckers have nothing. You guys have been nothing but fucking cunts. For fucking 108 years. Oh, maybe next year. Well, guess what? We have been the most guess positive what? people. No, we're always like, okay, no. maybe we didn't get it this year, but we'll go next year. And you know, all right, good, good luck, socks, go socks. We, we are the nicest what, you guys, people. No. They, they've taken away maybe next year from you people. They've taken it away. Thank God. Thank God. Now you have nothing to bitch about. You have nothing to be impressed about. <laughs> we get new Cubs attire. Do you realize my fucking Cubs app is like 20 years old? My fucking Cubs shirt is like 15 years old. Now I get a World Series shirt. Yay me. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, literally yeah, my no, Cubs I mean, moment in my life. No, my no, my my Cubs moment was when I had sex with Amber Lancaster six years ago from The Price is Why Right. Why do I know that name? Why do I know the She's name? She's from The Price is Right. Yes. Remember when I did The Price is Right, girl? It was about six yes, years ago. Yes, I do. Yes. And that was now my, I like, do, you yes. know what? That was my holy grail. That was my World Series. That was me uh, replenishing the curse. I, when I was, uh, when I was every morning I'd get up at 10 a.m. and I'd see Amber on my fucking TV and I'm like, I want to fuck that girl. I don't know what it is. And then I fucked her and... She was the worst lay ever. She was a fucking bitch. She was no fun. And it would let me down, man. And it, it, it's been downhill ever since because I I thought I reached what I wanted. And now I had it. And now it's over. Just like all you Cubs fans. You'll never be the same in Wrigley ever again. Oh, thank God. We're so over it. I'm so ecstatic. I can't wait to go to a game now. I haven't been to a game in years and years and years. It was just yeah. Was now no it's going to be all positive. Anymore. Now it's going to be fun we again for me. You drink fourteen what? old styles. He is angry as everybody else, and now everybody's all cool. Guess what, Chicago? You got you know. Be careful what you wish for because you know what. You'll never remember, be the same again. I remember when I first started going to Cubs games and following Chicago Cubs. It was Brian Sandberg and Sutcliffe, the Penguin, the Red Baron, all those guys. So those are the guys that I grew up on watching play baseball. And that's what we have again, I think. I mean, we didn't win the World Series back then, but I think that we have just as good of players now and that they're going to make it fun and better. And they're going to make it more fun and more better. And they're going to bring 
life back to a lot of Chicago Cup fans. <laughs> I know I'm one of them. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 uh, I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off, but we have about 14 seconds here to take us off air, and I want to thank the dude from the strip club. I'm so sorry, Sky, to cut you off tonight, but we they're, they're going to shut us off. So take us off the air. All right. Once again, the great Sky leads, the great guy from the strip club, and uh, <laughs> I hope we gave you some good stripper information tonight. Don't lose your money on strippers. Just buy hookers. Go ahead and take us off here, Sky. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Marijuana Happy Hour and the version of Tonight's sex show.